you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous start to 2024. I'm so excited today to be talking about who, not how. All will be exposed as we move through this, but I wanted to talk about this today following on from last week's episode, which I got beautiful feedback from, so thank you so much, around setting systems, not just goals. And this topic today really piggybacks beautifully onto that and really helps you think about, okay, so I've set some systems, I've set some goals, now what, Liam? Where do I go? And what's funny is that most people come to me, come to the podcast, find the podcast, come and work with us because they want to know how to do what they want to do, which makes complete sense, right? I totally understand and get it. I am the same, my friends. And often my answer is, well, we don't really know the how until we achieve the goal, which is true, right? Most of us don't actually understand what it takes to get to where we want to be until we've achieved it and we look back in reflection. However, today I want to give you a little secret, something that I've been learning more about and something that many of us as nurses need to get better, which is about finding the who that will get you to the goal and not necessarily the how. Once you unlock the who and you find the right who, you will discover the how is what I'm learning to be true. So stick with me. I might get tongue-tied today with the who's and the how's and all of the things. Um, However, we will dive in and try our absolute best. So why has this come up? It's come up because in my business, I am finding as we grow and scale, which is amazing, and we serve more and more nurses every year, I cannot do all of the things myself now. I can't do everything, which is a great problem to have. But in my brain, I'm always like, no, Liam, you can do all of it. Just work 12-hour days. You're used to it. You're a nurse. You can do this. Let's just keep on going. And the reality is I can't. I'm burning myself out. And I I try to practice what I preach on this podcast, but I am hashtag human. And I have a human brain and I trip up. And I got to a point recently where in my business, I'm trying to change a lot of things behind the scenes and improve them and make them better and more streamlined. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's a huge project. And I'm like, am I the right person to be doing this right now? I can do it. I can learn it because I'm very crafty and I can go to YouTube and find all the things. But am I the right person? And I discovered this book, which is called Who Not How? (laughs) 
<laughs> so slightly plagiarizing that here, but I'm referencing it and I want you to go and read it if this speaks to you today. It's an incredible book and it's by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and uh, Dan Sullivan, who um, Benjamin Hardy is an organizational psychologist and he writes a lot of self-development and um, personal development books. And Dan Sullivan is a coach, marketing specialist and guru in the online business world. And collectively they came together, they found their who's to write this incredible book and the book just unfolded and that is how it's come to fruition. So the book really talks about finding the right person to help you unearth the who on the way to your goal. So how can we embrace this in the nursing setting? Well, this applies to your personal and your professional goals, right? If you are a nurse who is looking to achieve any kind of goals, whether that might be getting a promotion to CN, or maybe personally, you want to build a side hustle, or maybe you want to work on losing weight or body fat percentage this year, or tidy up your nutrition, or have better work-life balance. Many of us, like we're all super smart, right? We're all able to work it out and go and find how to do these things. But it really depends on how quickly you want to get to the goal and how quickly you want to get to the result. So this book talks about, okay, if you want to get there and you want to make the last time that you do that, then you've got to find the right who. And I was thinking about how this relates to my nursing experience. And I was thinking about how when I was a nurse unit manager as a collective leadership team, one of the reasons I took that job was because there was an external coach. It was my first exposure to coaching. There's an external coach who came into the organization and coached nurses, um, coached myself and coached the Adon and the Don. And I thought, this is amazing. And in working with and engaging with this external coach, what that allowed us to do was it allowed us to take this big goal that we all had, which was to improve patient safety, to improve the culture, to improve our um, our leadership and uh, skills and, and development. And they gave us a how, they gave us a pathway to the goal. And what they did is they created an environment where we could come together, we could engage with the correct people, these leaders in this space, the right who's, and we were able to create incredible results through that path. So for example, on my ward, engaging with this amazing who, I was able to then reduce inpatient faults. I was able to improve staff engagement in our culture survey. I was able to improve staff culture. We were able to implement systems and processes so that we could actually make our goals just happen like on autopilot almost. So you can see here the overlap between what we talked about last week in setting systems, not goals, set systems and goals, but setting systems and goals and having the right who allowed me to make that a reality as a nurse unit manager. And this is a beautiful thing for us because it takes the guesswork out of achieving our goals. And for many of us, when we think about our goals, it just goes straight into the too hard basket, if you're anything like me. So that's an example of how you can embrace the who not how mindset in like a leadership role. But the same is true in a clinical front facing role or any role within healthcare. But what's really important about finding the right who is identifying the right people. Okay, so for you, I want you to think about what is your goal in 2024? What did you unearth when you thought about what system do I need to create in order to achieve this goal? And then think about, okay, who do I know in my world? How can I set up my environment to find the right who's? 
Now, if you're anything like me, when I'm trying to achieve a goal, I'm like on the TikToks, I'm on the YouTubes, I'm on the Instagrams, and I'm all over the place and I'm searching for these terms like losing weight or fat loss by 2024 or eating healthier this year, or maybe it's about building my business. And I'm looking for people that are potentially the right partners to dive into and learn about their approach and to find the right who. This isn't always a linear, really easy, quick path, right? And typically for me, I have to go out and look at quite a few different options when I'm looking for my right who and um, allow myself to just curiously explore. Don't expect to just find the right who on the first go. If you do, that's amazing congratulations. But typically we have to go out to the market and we have to explore and get a vibe for people. And that's why I always say to people, jump on a free call with me. Like there is absolutely no pressure, right? That's why I offer them is because I might not be your right who, but in talking to me, I might be able to say, Hey, I can't help you, but I know who can, because we're all connected in so many different ways. So never ever stop yourself from engaging with somebody that you think, oh, maybe they are, maybe they're not. Allow yourself to just reach out to them, communicate with them, tell them what you're looking for, what you need. And that that forward momentum and that action taking, I guarantee you will move you to closer towards your goals and to the right who than it would if you just decided ahead of time, Liam's not the person for me, right? And you might know that straight off the bat but you never know until you explore it. So allow yourself the opportunity to go out and actively engage and find the right partners. And the other reason why this is important is because more and more, I keep hearing how disconnected we're becoming as a nursing community. We've probably never been more connected um, in the online space. And I think that's amazing. But we also only see one side of the online space and we only see, you know, people blow up and have amazing, you know, TikTok presences and they have amazing like lives and they portray this visual aesthetic that their life is incredible. And we kind of build that community, but we also kind of build a lot of jealousy and like comparison. And I hear and see it all the time in coaching. I do it myself. <laughs> I see these people blow up and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? But then the reality is we're not seeing the full picture, right? But in the nursing context, clinically, we have community, but more and more so I keep hearing about how more disconnected we're becoming and how that disconnection is really driving this kind of chronic culture of stress and dysregulation. And interestingly enough, in order for us to be able to operate as humans, forget the nursing, to be able to operate as humans, we need environments that are set up to allow us to experience dysregulation, but then to return back to regulation, right? So for us to experience an, an episode of maybe acute stress, and then to be able to come back. And what I'm finding is that we are literally dysregulated as a community of nurses in the workplace. And that leads to so many knock-on effects and problems. So the reason why I talk about that is because finding the right who in your workplace, for example, could be the deciding factor about whether or not you achieve your goals. If you're surrounded by dysregulated, disconnected, frustrated humans who are nurses, which, you know, there's no shade here. That's the reality of the system at the moment. Then you are likely to maybe be less likely to achieve your goals. That's a sweeping generalization. It comes down to the individual and the work that you do. But finding that right who and connecting with them can help you regulate your nervous system, provide you accountability, and then help you achieve your goals.
Okay. Because really achieving your goals is all about opening yourself up to becoming somebody that engages in a bit more neuroplasticity, right? That leverages your brain's ability to push through the BS that your brain offers you and to challenge it and to have somebody to hold you to account. And then from there to break your own brain in the sense that you're like, oh my God, I never thought I could achieve this. When I first engaged in a career coach many years ago, I was so dysregulated. I was so burnt out. I would love to go and watch back those calls just purely to see how far I've come in regulating myself. And it takes time. Don't underestimate how much time this takes. That's why many people won't do the work because it does take time. But I went to my coach and I was so dysregulated and she created a space. She was my who in that moment. She was the perfect who for me right then. And she helped me regulate my nervous system. She created space. She saw my potential. I borrowed belief from her in order to achieve my goals and to start the little micro steps towards my goals. And look look where I am today. I don't say that to gloat. I say that because that is the power of finding the right who. Focusing less on the how, find the who, and the how will unleash itself. So this applies to so many of my current nursing clients. And for example, I had a call yesterday with an amazing nurse who's a return to practice nurse. I'm going to be talking about return to practice this year as well, because I see that there's a huge gap there and that people are not being supported through this process. And this amazing nurse came to me last year, been working with her for the whole year. And she came to me and said, hey, I graduated a couple of years ago and I'm now wanting to get back into the system. I've worked in a completely non-related workplace and now I want to get back in. So we helped her get the applications done for the return to practice. We helped her explore all our options. We helped her leverage her networks. I coached her on her confidence and her mindset. And she went out to the market and guess what? She got a return to practice opportunity in a major public hospital. She was like, holy shit. (laughs) She had a need. She found the right who. And from there, she was able to pursue her goals. So now she's finished her return to practice. At the moment, that place does not have opportunities available, but came back to me yesterday and said, right, Liam, you know, this is where I'm at. I'm kind of like really frustrated. I've applied for lots of jobs. I don't know what's happening. I said, okay, like, I am your who. Let's reconnect. Let's make this happen. So we had a call yesterday. Uh, we mapped out a strategy plan. We got back on track. I helped her deal with her dysregulated brain because our brain's telling her, of course, naturally it's not going to happen. She's never going to get a job despite what we, we see out in the world. And um, I got a beautiful message from them afterwards. And this is not why I do the work that I do, but I want to show you the power of finding the right who. She spent a month applying on her own because we'd finished kind of working together in that process. So she'd spent a month working on her own, applying for 50 jobs. And she messaged me one day and I said, hey, let's jump on a call. (laughs) Let's jump on a call. This is not right. You should not have to apply for 50 jobs. So she needed the right who to get her back on track and to uncover the how. And I got a beautiful message from her and her mom (laughs) because they're both beautiful humans. And if you're listening, you know who you are. I love you both and love working with you both. What that uncovered for her was like, holy shit, I was holding myself back. I was getting in my own way. I needed that accountability. You helped me regulate my nervous system. I absolutely needed to hear that I have everything that I need to move forward. Thank you for your help. Here's my timeline. This is what I'm going to do. Imagine if she didn't have access to that how. Imagine if she didn't allow herself to have access to that how. Where would she be? She might have got a job, but we don't want to play around here. 
As high performers, we're not here to play. We're here to do what we want to do and make nursing work for us. That is the power of finding and identifying the right partner. And this leads beautifully into the third reason why finding your who, not how, is perfect. Because you're leveraging collective expertise. (laughs) I like to think that I can do anything. (laughs) And I, I know that I can, and you can too. You can do anything you put your mind to. If you've never been told that before, I'm telling you that now. But here's the thing. It doesn't mean that we shoot or that we make that happen, like that we go down that path where we do do all of the things because that leads to burnout. And hello, that's nursing, right? (laughs) When we're jack of all trades, master of none. So we want to leverage collective expertise. We want to go and find a who that fills our skill gap. So if you've started your year and you're thinking, I've got this big goal, but I'm like, oh my God, the first step, I'm totally stuck. That means you have a skill gap. And many of us look at skill gaps through the lens of like, oh my God, like I'm lacking that skill. Uh, hello, no. Oh my God, what a great opportunity to learn something new this year. How can I find the right who to help me discover and identify how I make this happen? Skill gaps are a natural part of our life and existence. We need to stop looking at at them through this negative lens. Nothing has gone wrong. When you identify a skill, it's such a great opportunity to become a new evolved version of you. So when we leverage collective experience, and for example, that amazing nurse that came to me yesterday, totally stuck. She could work that out. It's going to take a lot of her cognitive power. And right now she's dysregulated because she believes that she's not going to get the job. And that this she's wasted three months and she worked for free for three months. That's what her brain was offering her. And she was indulging in the story that everybody tells. That's like, there are so many jobs out there that need filled. Why are they not taking me? And as we lean into those stories and we tell ourselves those stories, we don't get the result that we want. We're indulging in this dysregulation. So what we want to do is, okay, find the person that's going to get me out of that. And then from there, I can bring my thinking, critical thinking brain back online, come out of survival mode into critical thinking mode and find the right who leverage their skills and experience, leverage their wisdom to get me to the goal. There is absolutely no shame in that, people. I have a lot of people that use our service, absolutely love our service, but they're deeply embarrassed to leave us a testimonial because they needed help. I find that really sad. I think, no, (laughs) you leverage. It's so smart of you to leverage other people's skills. So if you believe anything like that, really question that belief and allow yourself to draw upon the people in your world that you know can help you achieve the goal and connect with them and leverage their expertise. This is a funny story. And I want to tell you this because when I was an ALS educator, you're going to laugh at this, but when I became the ALS educator, I had done um, the ACCCN, so the Australian College of Critical Care Nursing ALS course. Highly recommend. I absolutely loved it. Uh, In my personal opinion, it was so much more fun and pleasurable and a safe learning environment in comparison to the Australian Resource Council training. But I will not go down that path because that was a horrific experience. That's probably a good podcast for another day. (laughs) I'll leave you hanging with that one. So I had taught ACCCC and ALS, and they're very similar, right? But like everything, there's 10 million people that do the same thing 50 different ways. So the ARC is a regulatory body and this hospital that I was working in was using their ALS system. And the ACCCN really focused on ALS, whereas the ARC required me to be more in-depth with like ECG rhythm interpretation in an alive patient. And that was not my skill set. I could read basic rhythms. I could identify key things. I was an ICU nurse, but 
being an ICU nurse doesn't mean that you need to be an ECG specialist, right? Because again, find the right who, not how. I could have become an ECG specialist, but not my not my jam. So I leveraged people's skills. Like, hey, what do you see here? Like, here's an ECG, read the ECG. No harm in that. Where I got kind of stuck in this position was that I needed to teach ECG interpretation in humans, alive humans, not, you know, arrest uh, algorithms, which were much easier to teach. So I had a skill gap and a knowledge deficit and I was in this role and I was feeling all the imposter feels. And my colleague at the time that I was working closely with, who did a lot of the teaching within that course, was incredible. And his skill set really was impeccable. He was a paramedic and a nurse. And I was like, holy crap, like, why am I teaching the ECG segment? I hate it. I have so much fear. I could learn how to do it. But why not leverage somebody else's skills, give myself a break during the eight-hour day that I'm teaching for eight hours, and give somebody else a platform and leverage their skills and unique skill set? So that's what I did. And through that process, I was able to fill that gap. Now, I probably still would never teach it at the level that he taught it. The people got a better experience attending because he taught it much better than I did. And I stayed in my lane and I leveraged, leveraged his experience. And our people left and they passed the course. It didn't make me any less of an ALS educator. I just feel like I was kind of smart in that instance. And I just leveraged people's experience instead of trying to figure it out myself. You can figure it out yourself. But my colleague became that person for me. They were my who. They allowed me to regulate my nervous system. They allowed me to go into those days without the deep fear that came with, oh my God, I've got to teach this today. And I've got... (laughs) I've got an intensivist on the course and I'm trying to teach them. Like, it's just not my jam. I knew what my skills were and that was not it. So I leverage other people's experience. So how can you do that in your nursing career? The other reason why this is important is because it does allow you to overcome challenges, right? So in relation to that example, the challenge for me was I did not have the skill set. I did not have the depth of knowledge to confidently teach that in a way that was consumable to people that maybe had never been exposed to it before. And I did not want to do that. I did not want that to be their experience. So by leveraging Ben's experience and his amazing paramedicine and ICU skills, I was able to then step back into my lane. Right. So this allowed me to build a really collaborative relationship with Ben and like have a relationship where I can leverage his skills and he leverages my skills now as we move through our careers together. And that's true for everybody that you cross paths with in your nursing career. And there's another way that you can do this. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to actively engage people. You can just share your goals show your vision, show your needs from a place of aspiration, right? Not lack. So how many of you, when you're saying to people, you know, oh, I'm still not competent in triage, I'm still not competent in ECGs. It's kind of like this lack of skill. It probably usually comes from this place of like, I'm hungry to learn this, but how can we flip that and share it with our people and collaborate with the, the right who's to make it aspirational, something that we're working towards if that serves you moving forward. And finally, finding the right who, not how, allows you to really hold yourself to account and celebrate success. But it also allows you to have this future-focused vision for your career and your life. Because if you're stuck in trying to work something out that just is not coming to you, and it's just something that you're not really that interested in, and it's really difficult for you to consume, but for other people it seems to be really easy 
you're actively blocking yourself from moving forward. And that will be such a time suck for you. And of course, your brain's going to focus on the fact that you didn't do this one thing, but you did all of these other things, but you didn't do this one thing. And it's going to really, really lean into that. So we want to think about, okay, who in our lives are we who's for? Okay, too many who's in this episode. I was struggling. <laughs> who in your personal and professional life are you a who for? Who comes to you that needs you to leverage your expertise, that wants to connect with you, that wants to leverage your network, that you can identify and think about how can I serve them better this year to establish their how, right? Instead of seeing it as a hassle, <laughs> I often do that. I think about it now, like, oh my God, after reading this book, I'm like, no, I'm their who. And that's not like I'm special. I'm their who. They come to me because they see something in me and that's great. And they come to me and they leverage my expertise and I get them closer to their goal. Who are you, the who for, in your personal and professional life? Really have a think about that. How can you support them better? in 2024 to achieve their goals. And then thinking about your goals and the systems that you've set up for your goals, who do you need to find in order for you to achieve your goals in 2024? Who can you partner with? Who do you know that you could reach out to? Who could you connect with on LinkedIn? Who could you follow on TikTok, Instagram that you know is going to get you closer to your goal? I think about this again with many of our people that we've worked with. In 2023, we worked with a nurse called Caroline and she is incredible. And she came to us and she was like, I need to get out of my nursing job. She was working in a nursing community role and she enjoyed it, but she wanted more freedom. She wanted to be able to work from home. And she felt like this was like not doable. She was so skeptical when I spoke to her originally. And I totally understand that. But she saw something in us that we were her hoop. So we went through a consult call, we had a chat and we could help. I was like, yeah, we can definitely help you apply for this role. So she joined us and we got to work. We turned her application around within 24 hours. We sent it back to her and then we started working on her mindset and her interview skills. And we went out to market and we applied for a few different roles because whenever you work with us, we, we apply for multiple roles. One role is just silly. We can apply for all the roles. And in finding and partnering and con connecting, collaborating and leveraging me and my team's expertise, we were able to get her from community nurse into a working from home position that she never even dreamed was possible. And we're really proud to be everybody's who. Like if you're listening to this right now, maybe this podcast is part of your who network, right? It's part of the network of your who that helps you achieve your goals and helps you identify how to get from A to B. But with Caroline, we were so happy to help her achieve this. And she said to us, like, she was so skeptical. She did not know how she was going to get there. She was so stuck and confused, dysregulated, burnt out. And she needed a space where we could help her see a vision that was brighter for her, that was more aligned with what she needed from her nursing career than what she ever thought was possible. And now she's in that job and she's absolutely loving it. And she has the time freedom. She works from home. She has to go in a couple of days. Amazing, right? So that might not be your cup of tea, but what is your goal and how can you really focus in on making 2024 the year that you find the who and make your life so much easier to achieve your goals by having a really clearly defined path to the goal and identifying that how? I want to share one last example with you just to give you context for the nursepreneurs listening. I 
are moving our uh, content from one platform to another. And we have a lot of videos and we have a lot of content. We have a lot of amazing nurses who have gone through our programs. We have lots of people on our list, our email list, and we're so proud of that. But when you move from one tech system to another tech system, it's a lot of work. And last year I made a move. It took me a whole month. And I was sitting here overwhelmed, writing down my to-do list for this this week and this month. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this is a perfect example for me to leverage who, not how. So it's like, how am I going to fit all this in? How am I going to look after our nurses, support our clients, deliver their applications on time, um, get them through the process, lead my team, record the podcast, put out social media posts every day on every frigging platform because it feels like I'm going to be a social media machine. Um, you know, write our emails, do my own personal development, focus on my own goals. How am I going to do all of this? I was really indulging in the confusion, the overwhelm, the fear, the frustration. And immediately my brain's like, well, you know, you're definitely not going to achieve your goals this year. <laughs> and going to that place, I just had this click after reading this book. And I thought to myself, no, who, not how. So leaders, nursepreneurs, really using this as a lens, like I have all of this on my plate. Okay. Am I the best person to do this? Who can I leverage in my team? Leaders, who are my high performers? Who are the people that are always knocking on my door saying like, I want a project. I want to do something. Those people are ready I let them in, allow them to take something off your plate, create a system where you can support them, empower them, give them the autonomy to do the things, leverage their unique skill set, cross collaborate, share, your result will be so much better than you ever thought it could be by finding the right who, not how. So I went online, I went onto Fiverr, I found somebody amazing that can help me move everything over. We connected on WhatsApp. I sent them two 15-minute videos of what I wanted moved. I set it all up in the back end. It probably took me about an hour and a half. And it would have taken me, legit would have taken me at least two to three full working days, if not like a 10-hour day, to move all this across myself. Because it took them that time. And they did it. And of course, I have paid them. But I am at the point where I value my time more than I value money. And that's a, a pivot for me. And that might be something that you're working towards. And it's not because I have heaps of money or lots of cash. It's just because I know that I will be deeply frustrated and a horrible human being to be around for those three days if I'm doing a mind-numbing task, like moving something from A to B. It's not my jam. It's not my skill set. It's not a high leverage task for me to be doing in my business. And the same might be true for you in your nursing career. The same might be true for you in your leadership of leading your team. Is this the best use of my time? Is this worth me putting in the time to do this right now? Or could I have somebody else do that? Leverage their time better, help them out, build their career, set them up for success, be their who, and still achieve my goal and clarify the process from finding the who and identifying the how. I think this is the most powerful thing that we can all implement in our nursing careers, personal and professional lives. So I'd love to hear from you. Who's going to be your who this year? Who are you a who for? <laughs> I should just stop, shouldn't I? Seriously, I want you to think about who is your who and how can you leverage their expertise to make your goals inevitable this year in 2024. I would love to hear if you enjoyed this podcast. Tell me, uh, hit an email back to me, 
leave us a review, come and chat to us on Instagram at High Performance Nursing. And if you think that maybe we are your who for 2024, reach out. Don't be a stranger. It doesn't hurt to have a conversation. Um, and let's talk about how we can identify the pathway to your goal, make it much easier and get you there much faster. Who doesn't like easy and fast? Let's do it. Chat to you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favor? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.